0: Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the lockinyoursuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. Recently, Stephen gave a great talk during a pro meeting on the importance of debrief at the end of a trade campaign. Can you briefly talk about journaling a trade and what questions and areas of the market you have found as a trader you focus on, can be a lot of noise in the market. I'm looking for ways to ensure that I'm getting the most out of my time spent journaling. First of all, I have to say that there are a lot of successful traders out there and there's a lot of different opinions regarding journaling, what to journal and how to journal. So ultimately it comes down to what's right for you and what's useful for you. Once you start doing trade debriefs, you're going to start to understand what what information you need and you don't need. Um, With journaling, You could spend forever writing down every little detail and uh, really make no progress in doing anything. So when I look at information with journaling, one of the things I look at is can I duplicate this information later? I'm generally not going to write down anything I can duplicate later unless I'm trying to compare it because I'll do that from time to time. In other words, I might make an adjustment at whatever Delta and I'm looking at my live think or swim screen because we had a note uh, or somebody made a comment in the Skype group yesterday, it may have been the pro Skype group, that their think or swim delta was significantly different from their option net explorer delta. And if I see something like that in my trading, I'm going to note that in the trading log and I'll also note my decision, okay, because I have some conflicting data that I'm dealing with. But in general, if I can go back and I can replicate the data at another time or I can replicate certain things, Then I'm not going to bother writing that down. But what I will bother writing down is how I'm feeling, my thoughts on the marketplace. So before I go into a trade, I might want to journal my thoughts on price movement. A lot of people think, I think the price is going up, I think the price is going down. That's not really that useful for you, particularly in this type of trading. It's more like a normal price range for the market right now, given the information I have at the time, would be. I don't know, between, the asset should stay between 1200 and 1350 If it exceeds these values, now I have new thoughts on where the market's going to go. Okay. And we always want to keep that in mind, right? We're going to have a certain amount of information on entry. We're going to have certain opinions on entry. But when we have those opinions and we have that information, we also want to be aware of what if something else happens? What's the new meaning of that? So we always want to have a thought ladder involved in that. And I think laying out your expectations in the marketplace are very important when you're doing that. That's even if you're trading non-subjectively, and I'll tell you why, because if you lay out your expectations in the marketplace, you might find or you're going to get good at creating those expectations. And then when it comes time to trade more subjectively, you'll have a very good idea of what you're doing in that regard rather than trying to trade subjectively and never, ever having made any sort of a market opinion. And also, it takes a certain amount of different discipline to have a market opinion. The market's going to do one thing and then do something else in your trading because you're following the rules. Okay, so there's discipline factors that come into play there. But anything that's subjective, how you're feeling when you made an adjustment. So, you know, let's say we get to a point here and I am not at an adjustment point and I don't make the adjustment. You might want to write down what your thoughts are and your feelings and your sensations you're having at that time so that you're aware of them. Because what tends to happen is you get to a certain point sometimes in a trade, and then you go back and review a trade, and you say, I knew the price was going to go up. And the problem with that is that with the hindsight information you have, your brain will delete, distort, and generalize information in a way that you actually believe that you thought the price was going to go up. But what you'll find when you're journaling properly is that at the time, you didn't think the price was going to go up. So at the point of that decision, you want to put your thoughts down. right? And again, you're going to find that your after-trade evaluation of your thoughts and your beliefs at the time that the trade was happening are going to be very different than what your thoughts and beliefs actually were when the trade was happening. And the reason that's important is because you're making the decisions at the time and you need to make the modifications to your behavior and your thoughts at the time of the decision, not after the trade. Right? If you believe you believed one thing and, you, and it's not true, then you're going to make modifications to your trading that are not going to help you. They're going to make things worse. So I'm, I really get into my thoughts at the time You want to make sure it's marked down. And you're going to come in and you're going to do your trade review. It all starts with that. And you might even do a trade review without journaling. So you do your trade review and then you say to yourself as you're doing your trade review, what information would have been useful for me in this trade review to decide whether or not this adjustment should have been made at any kind of given point where there might be an issue. That way you don't waste time with a bunch of information you don't need. But what you're doing is you're going in And you're looking for information you need in order to properly debrief your trade. And then you're going to say, okay, that needs to go in the journal. And it's going to be a lot more efficient. That way you're only writing down stuff that's really relevant, stuff that's really helpful. And you're not spending a bunch of time doing a bunch of garbage. That's just not necessary. Because if you're doing a bunch of garbage in your trading journals, it isn't necessary. You're not going to want to journal for long because it's just too much work. Right? We want to minimize our work in doing that. Basically, that's what I want to focus on. And... I guess my best advice for you, Dan, is just to start doing trade debriefs and notice what information you need or what information would be helpful. Also notice if you have a bunch of information in there, if you are journaling now, if you have a bunch of information in there you really don't need or you could easily replicate somewhere else. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments. For you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to lockinyoursuccess.com. That's L O C K E in your success.com and check out our Trading Performance and Pro memberships, where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader, regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance podcast.